so rich if we rich. Off the rip, off the rip. I gamble with my life, I'm cashing in my chest. In my I put a 30 or a 50 in the clip. So that's a dick or a titty on that bitch. Yeah. Lately, I've been getting rich. Off the rip. Back again. Season two, episode, who knows? But 15. No? Is it 15? Yeah. Dope. Yeah, we just got another little episode for you guys. Talk about some random bullshit like always. Just got back from Shake Shack. But don't worry, we're still on the cut. Got it with lettuce. Gross ass lettuce. <laughs> it was so good, though. It was good. It was still good. Because normally I'm like, eh, you know, with the whole lettuce burger thing. Like, if there's an option, I'm getting it with a bun, of course. But on the cut, you know, you have to make some sacrifices. Have to. And it's honestly not too big a sacrifice. Because the burger itself was so fucking juicy that it's like oozing down my cheeks. So it doesn't matter anyway. Yeah, I agree. It's more about the meat, bro, and the sauce. Yeah, honestly. I would much rather get away or get rid of the fucking, uh, what is it called, the bun, and get double sauce than to have bun at all. I'd rather have no bun, no sauce, and add another fucking patty. Three patties. <laughs> Three patties. Wow. Because <laughs> the patties where the flavor is, bro. I know, but I just love the sauce so much. <laughs> the tanginess. That the richness. Sauce is so bad, too. Because I, I didn't even realize it when we went, but I was all, can I get extra shack sauce, please? And I know damn well, I grabbed that little container, I'm like... Mm, 9,000 fucking calories in one lick. Yeah. Legit, because if you look at, like, the back of mayo, like, I think it's, like, two tablespoons. Mayo like, is so good, though. That's my favorite. That's, like, my personal favorite condiment. Crazy to think that it's just eggs and, like, oil. oil. Just blended. Salt and pepper. Yeah. Mm. Crazy. Today was a pretty good day, though. Woke up at 4.30, went to the gym, got surprised by a good old buddy of mine. Shout out to Josh. Joshua. He's in the house right now. Kevin uh, paid us a nice little surprise visit. It's always nice to see my buddy Josh. Clap him up. Josh is an OG, if you guys don't know. So back where we're from, Josh is like, Josh is a fucking giant. All right. Josh is legit like 6'6", six, six, probably since he was like in fifth grade. <laughs> legit. Like when Andre did the... Uh, Andre. <laughs> Andre. When Andre, <laughs> when Andre the giant had fucking giantism. And he was fucking seven foot four at age six. That was Josh. Legitimately. He was always, like, the one, like, you were scared of. Like, you know how, like, when you're in elementary school, middle school, there's always those kids that just had the growth spurts, and they were just always bigger than you? Yeah. Like, you're still kind of going through puberty, you know, you get maybe the first hair on your fucking sack, and then there's those kids that are already, like, four foot five, seven foot three, and you're trying to compare the two, and you're like, okay, I am way too small to be near this dude. And they're the ones that always get into fights because they know for a fucking fact they could beat everyone's little ass in middle school. So I always remember Josh would just be like wants to wrestle and we're like no one josh no one wants to <laughs> fucking only, wrestle you the only person on that ever did was tristan because he's the only one who was they were legit. that tall <laughs> they were about like the same size too yeah or Jaden would even though Jaden was smaller he would just fucking scrap well josh. he was just loked bro <laughs> Jaden was just fucking nuts yeah he was <laughs> let's, let's not fucking discredit him <laughs> him or greg greg would fucking scrap too they yeah. were just different like that built built different for sure it's crazy to think like it Especially now that I'm grown up, how I'm such, I've always my whole life been like a really like, you know, good kid, you know, just like a goody two shoes kind of like in all of school that at one point in my life, Greg and Jaden were like my fucking dogs. Like I would roll with them and do everything with them and they would get me in so much trouble. And I was just like the good kid. It was so funny. We should talk about that one day in long next class. Which day? When they were, <laughs> when he fucking turned on you, bro. All right, all right. 
That's funny. That's we'll, one of my favorite we'll stories. We'll do a little ever. throwback high school story since uh, since our good old buddy Josh is here. So basically, <laughs> we all, we, for a preface, we all took college English together. It was taught by our high school teacher. He had like I guess college accredited. Like he was able to teach a college course. Fucker was like, ins- he did it all. He was a fucking SEAL Team Six, a fucking Army pilot, and he taught fucking school, and he was a fucking Mormon missionary. Oh, and <laughs> wasn't he? Uh, what, he was like the wrestling coach too. He's like the wrestling coach now. Yeah, he was. He a- like did jujitsu, he, and he's a poet. Fucker did everything, dog. Yeah, for but real. That was our teacher. He was actually pretty chill, but except for when he did this shit to me. Then that was like, <laughs> oh, was so give funny. him some free face D of like how old we were and all so, that. So, what were we like? We had to be in like 17, 18. We were, we're seniors, no? Yeah, we, but it was like the beginning year. It was the beginning, uh, it was fall semester. Yeah, beginning of senior year. So, we were there, you know, me, Josh, Caden, Michael, and then Courtney was in there. And then Michael at the time had a girlfriend. Do you want to name her or no? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, cool. So, it was, her name's Isabel. And she's a good friend of ours. But, uh, Anyway, we were all in the course together, and at that time, Michael and Isabel were dating. They were they were legit dating, like boyfriend and girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And so there was just like you know, guys, if you're just like chilling there with your chick, like there's no you got like, your hand on her, like you know, her leg or you know, you're touchy. It's your fucking girlfriend. Yeah, I feel like most chicks would be a little bit drawn back if you weren't at least a little bit like that. And I didn't even think it was this bad because you guys all know that there's those that one couple. In high school, where they're actually straight up fucking in the hallway down there. <laughs> like the, at the and locker. The, and the principal's just like, huh. And then just walks past it. But for some reason, I got fucking singled out for this shit. So it was just, you know, me and my girlfriend sitting there. <laughs> he was there, like, doing attendance. Like, his back was turned. And I just, you know, I just, you know, had a little titty grab. Like a little <laughs> bonk bonk. Like, it was like a clown nose. A little honk honk. <laughs> just for fun. You know, it's my girlfriend, so... She didn't think anything of it. I didn't think anything of it. It was just for jokes. And he caught it out of the corner of his eye. And keep in mind, this guy was always, like, really fucking chill. So he was always like, you know, do whatever, you know, just, like, you know, come to class, get your shit done. And I always got my shit done. I always got good grades in that class. So he was chill with me up until this point. Yeah. He saw that shit, and I don't know, for some reason, he got fucking pissed. And he was like, what the fuck What are you doing? And I was like, oh, uh, you know. You caught me. <laughs> when you caught red handed like that, it's like, it's like, what do you really say? So then he basically was just like, all right, you're going to have to move to like the opposite side of the class for today. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And then he was all, he was all, it's all good though. He's like, we'll just, you know, call it here, call it good. I won't bring this up anymore and we'll be fine. And I'm like, bet, like that's, uh, that's dope. You know, we'll just, I made a little simple mistake and we'll call it quits there. Awesome. <laughs> Went through class as normal bell ring then i went to my last class of the day in mo's and i'm chilling there i'm like <laughs> you know i had a little mishap but cool nice little end to the day you know how the- like i'm sure to like you know like whenever you get caught like that your heart rate just jumps a fucking like exactly it, it jumps a lot and then once you get like that after when, when you start like, feeling I'm comfortable good. you're like okay i'm in the clear yeah like I'm that's good. where i was at. i was on the come down when i was in <laughs> mo's and like my heart rate slowed down i was like cool we made it that's the school day. The bell's going to ring. I'm going to drive home and I'll have my mom will make me some dinner. Nice little end of the day. Like about 30 minutes before class ends, you know how like the intercom uh, turns on in the classroom like for when they uh, excuse a kid out of the class or whatever. I remember the intercom went on. It's like beep. And then they're all, Mo? And uh, that was my teacher. He was all, 
Yes, yes, Shelly, which was the uh, assistant in the office. She goes, can you send uh, Michael Ortega down to the office, please? Bro, and your heart <clears throat> just fucking sinks at that moment. When, huh? you know. when I heard that, I knew I was... The first thing that popped to my head was all, this lying motherfucker, fake fuck. <laughs> I was pissed. Because he looked me dead in the eyes, and he's all, I promise you. He's like, we'll put it past this. He was all, I'm, you won't, we won't hear about this again. He literally said that. And when, you are, when you're a man, you look someone in the eyes, and you go back on your word, that's some bitch shit. Yeah, legit. It doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't either. matter how old you are. Even though I'm a young high school kid, you're a grown adult. Like, that's some bitch shit. Yeah, I agree. So I went there, went to the office, and I already knew. My girlfriend's already in there. She's, like, fucking crying her eyes out. And I'm like, oh, my God. Great. <clears throat> so I go in there, and then the principal was basically just like, so what happened? I didn't care. I, was, I explained the whole thing. Exactly how he just explained it to us. <laughs> and he was just like, you know you can go to, like, you know, prison for this, like, for, like, sexual assault. And I, I, I hit him with a straight-up logic. I was like, it's my girlfriend. She consented. I'm like, you, she's right here saying that she didn't mind. I'm like, unless she fucking presses charges, I'm clear. I'm like, I'm not even fucking 18 yet. <laughs> Basically, what are you going to do to me? Yeah. And he was, you know, when, like, the principals just try to scare you, try to, like, that's what that was doing. But I was just not having it. I was so fucking pissed that that guy went back on his word that I was basically just like, fuck you. You're not going to try and scare me. <coughs> Excuse Damn. the coughs, guys. But Mike's been a little sick. Yeah. A little sicky. Had to push through, though, for the pod. But basically, he made us call all of our parents. I only have one parent, so they had my girlfriend call her mom and her dad. And she had to tell them everything, so they hated my fucking guts. And then so that's a whole other story for another day. But I ended up going and fixing things like a respectable person. I promise you that. <laughs> yeah, he did go. He did go and apologize. Uh, my mom. I knew my mom wouldn't give a fuck because my mom's chill. <clears throat> so when I when I called my mom, they were expecting her to like yell at me. And so I called my mom, and she's all, "Hey, Hito, what's up?" I'm like, "Hey, ma, I'm in the office right now. I'm in trouble." And then I explained to her like what I did, and they're all, <laughs> "They want you to come down and like, I don't know, talk to you." My mom is at work. She's all, I'm not going down for that. She's all, you guys are boyfriend and girlfriend. That's just normal. My mom was literally like, just like, that's not even that big of a deal. Like, why is it? Why are they making a big deal? She's on speaker the whole time. And I'm looking at the principal when my mom's saying this. I'm like, tell me about it. It Makes no sense, right? (laughs) (laughs) And you could just tell that Jesse and uh, Mr. Locke were like so pissed about it. They're like, like they they wanted a reaction out of my mom, but my mom wasn't giving it. And my mom was like, oh, it's all right. Because I, I think I got detention for like two weeks. Yeah. For that. And my mom was like, oh, it's all right, Heath, though. Just do the detention. You'll be good. I'm like, yeah, you're right. <clears throat> and I went home that day and my mom's all, it's a bitch shit. Damn. Because I told her that the dude literally lied. And the funny part is, is that like the very final 30 minutes of the day, I'm an intern for another teacher for like computer tech. His name was Mr. Krill. He's a G. He was legit my favorite of that whole school. Yeah. One of them. But the my the other cool teacher, Mo, that I was in when they called me, <coughs> he walked in after that. And he literally came up to me, put his hand on my shoulder, said, Mikey, you're a good man. He's like, I know you didn't mean no wrong in what you did. You're all, you're just a boy. And I'm like, thank you, Mo. What a G. But Mo understands the problem because Mo's lived the trials and tribulations. Yeah. But that was basically that whole story. Got it all worked out. Just did the detention. But the main point of the story is don't back out on your word if you're looking another dude in your eye. Actually be a man and own up to that shit. Yep. 
Make sure it's consensual. Grab some titty if it's consensual. Yeah. You guys know, like, when you're in a relationship with someone, you can just, you know, it's pretty free range. Get a, get a little feel. Yeah, cop a little feel. You know, especially when it's in a joking manner, which is what it was. It was just like, not even, not even in a joking manner, bro. Sometimes I'd be serious as fuck grabbing some titty. <laughs> just start the action instantly. Legit, bro. Sets the mood off. Yeah. It's like a precursor. You know, it's like that prerequisite course that you take before you start taking the next course. The next, the higher level class. Yep. You gotta sometimes get it going. Prereqs touching and the actual course is pussy eating. Yep. Dinner. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, bro. I have, I want you to say like which one you prefer. Okay, let's see. Would you rather give head or receive head? What do you actually prefer? I I personally prefer, I like giving more than I like getting my cocks on. Yeah, I would say so. Yes, definitely, 100%. (laughs) Because... It comes down to it is like, maybe I just maybe I don't know I don't know what it is, but I feel like for me nothing will ever beat when I just like beat my own. Well, this is more so what it is for me is I'm like, I'm more so of like a give and like receive type of person. So it's like I'm getting feedback from you as I'm like giving you head. You know what I mean? That's what that's what gets me hyped and turns me on is when I'm doing that and I hear noises and I start hearing shit. That's what like hypes me up. Is knowing like okay, I'm doing something now. It's my like I'll just keep pushing the boundary. Yep, I agree. That's more so what it is because I'm like because for me it's just like ah, ah, and it's like ah. <laughs> it's, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, we don't give as good reactions. I no, feel, I agree. As guys, guys are just kind of like chilling there. We're like, that's good. Yeah, like we can't really do that much. Do you, uh, really quick, quick question. Hmm. What's better, getting head when you're laying down or getting it when you're standing up? Because there's a difference. Real G's know the difference. Yeah. Probably standing. Mm-hmm. I agree. Because when you're laying, it's like, I don't know. The angle's not right. I don't know. It's it's different. You when also you're standing, just, you're in more control and you can just like, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I feel you. I feel go you. full range, I would say. I agree. Because when you're just like laying down, it's kind of just like you feel like a child almost. Like getting your diaper changed. That's how I see it. A yeah. little bit. For yeah. Sure. On that topic of fucking uh, just just chicks in general, I saw this thing. So I was looking, you know, I before we go on the pod or something, if I have something interesting I want to talk about or just a general topic idea, I usually throw it into Reddit and see what I get out. And usually I'll one of some Reddit, some subreddit posts, I'll usually pull a topic from or just a general question that I think somebody had. Yeah. And one of them today was... Um, What's the best advice you can, because we were, and this also related to what we were talking about at the gym this morning about relationships. What's some of the best advice you can give to girls that are looking to find a relationship? Because now I'll let you put in your perspective on to get into that relationship because that's like, that's like the stage you're in right now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where it's like, you're lo- like, you're not necessarily looking for that relationship, but you know, it's not like you're not open to it. You know what I mean? Right. So like that, that's like your domain, right? Like I'm, I've obviously been out of the game for a year and a half. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like my domain is like what my advice was going to be, what, uh, what chicks should do in order to keep their man or like some things that like girls think like overthink and shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. So what is your advice to some chicks? Cause I know most of the time we <laughs> give advice to like guys and we're like, don't fuck abroad. And <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? That does this or something like that. But I feel like sometimes we need to pay attention and give a little bit of advice to the chicks. So, you, you know, because we can't like not just knock them and not give them fucking pointers. You know what I mean? Yeah. Honestly, I would say just not B. 
being too psychotic. <laughs> what do you <laughs> mean that by that? Makes sense. So let me like elaborate yeah, on that. Yeah. It's like, if we're just barely talking, like I've just started talking to you and you're starting to show like very possessive, like obsessive, like qualities, like right away. I, it might be different for other guys. Some people really like all that attention, but for me, it's, it scares me away. Really? Me. Yeah. So like, do you need I that just, space though? I need space. And I think that's where I'm really different from other people. Cause some people really enjoy just like getting hit up all the time and knowing that like, you know, like, Oh, I'm thinking of you. I'm thinking of you. I'm thinking of you. But for me, it's like, Whoa, like I don't know you yet. Like, Obviously, like, once I get more comfortable with them, then I'm more like, okay, like, you can start hitting me up more. Like, you're like a friend to me now. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? I think of you more than just a stranger I'm talking to. Yeah. And then it's like, you know, tell me what you're doing. Like, how, go about your day. But I'm talking about, like, when you're first talking to somebody and they're showing, like, really, like, obsessive, like, yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I'm Controlling saying? vibes. Controlling yeah. vibes. I don't like being controlled is the main thing. Yeah. Well, like, whenever you're like, oh, I'm going to go fucking... I'm going to go out. And they're like, oh, so you're going to go out, huh? They almost say like condescending shit. Huh? Yeah. I feel like everybody, I feel like every guy's dealt with that where they're like, either like the person that they're talking to or like their chick or somebody will they're say like, like, oh, well, what are you doing? Like, where are you going? I'm like, oh, I'm just going like with my buddies. And they're like, oh, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's like, they already have like a prejudgmental idea like, of what's going to happen. Exactly. And it's like, I didn't know you a week ago. Like, why are you giving me this stress or making me think that I should be worried about that already? I agree. For that sort of stage, I feel like that's totally valid. Yeah. For sure. Because you are asking me, like, beginning stages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of thing. Of so that's one for sure. Um, another one, too, is just, like, being able to talk to you. Like, if, if it's awkward and cringy, like, obviously, like, the first time you meet someone, it's always awkward. Yeah, there's always going to be that. There's always that pass sure. in that. There's always that pass in the beginning. But if it's, like, going on, like, two, three weeks of us, like, hanging out, like, on the weekends. Excuse me. <laughs> if it's, like, three weeks of us hanging out, and when I still, like, hop, if you hop in my car or I go in your car, and it's, like, not becoming more natural, and it's, like, awkward, and, like, or the conversations aren't, like, interesting in any way, that puts me that puts me off. Yeah. No, I get that. Like, I got to be able to see, like, okay, like, I can talk to you about shit and, like, be myself. And usually in those three weeks, you can tell what people like and what they don't like. And you'll be able to tell if your views align with theirs. Yeah, usually. I say so. Because me, I'm, you guys already know from the pod, I'm pretty blunt. I usually just say what's on my mind. I don't really give a shit. Well, because I wouldn't. I have, like, a really dark humor, too, so. Well, the way I think that approach works best is because, um. You're not trying to filter out who you are and make them, like, discover you. It's just, like, this is who I am right off the beginning fucking conversation. So it cuts out that, like, that buffer time of, like, maybe, like, two or three months where it takes them to, like, actually get to really, really know you. And instead, you just cut right to it. It's like, you either like me or you don't. Figure it the fuck out. If not, don't waste my time. Yeah. And, like, how even me and you were saying at the gym, like, my opinion on certain things isn't as valid as, like, others because I haven't gone through, like, those really full committed, like, heartbreaks, like, like gut-wrenching shattering breaks it's because i usually just show who i am instantly and if it i just can tell whether it'll you know work out or not work out or not so i can just dissociate right away whereas i feel like a lot of other people i'm not even targeting anyone but just in general i've seen it before <clears throat> they'll lie about who they are just to get into a relationship with that person based off like you know they like their looks or like their personality or whatever yeah but they're not truly themselves they like lie about who they are to them 
And then once they get into the relationship and start opening up and becoming their actual true genuine selves, <laughs> the other person realizes I don't even actually fucking like you because you weren't up front right away. And that's why all these relationships end. True. I'll agree. That, I think a lot of people do do that now. Do like, you think that guys kind of have to like play up themselves or like act a certain way in order to attract some of these chicks though? Yeah. It depends on the ch- – like if you're going for someone out of your league, yeah. You do kind of have to play a little bit. <laughs> you have uh, to play. You have to play the game. Like, I know some people that will straight up fucking lie, bro. Like, at clubs and bars. Like, they'll go to a chick that's way, way out of their league. And they'll legitimately tell truth, like, lies that seem super real. That they're, like, you know, rich or doing this on the side. Or, like, literally making up lies that they are someone that they completely aren't. Just to, like, you know, have a one-night stand with this chick. Wow. I mean, if that's all you're searching for, no harm. I really don't think there's a harm in it because it's not like you're like leading that person on or nah. making them feel like anything. But but sometimes those girls get attached and they think that they are that, and then it's just it's bad. True. It can turn bad. But if it's just both mutual one night stand thing, then no no harm no foul. I think. But me, I, it's really hard for me to about to lie about who I am to people. Like you you guys have known me my whole life. I'm. Pretty much usually, like, as soon as I meet you, I I act how I usually act every time. <laughs> if it's so, a new person that get, comes into my life, I I try to usually act the same for everybody. Yeah. No, I agree. Any other advice for these chicks? Um, the female listeners? Honestly, the all. best advice I can give you is if you smell good... You have a fucking Your attraction goes up damn near two whole points. If I walk past you and you smell like fucking vanilla. Oh, specifically And, and vanilla. you're a six, yeah. you're a fucking eight. And if I walk past you and you're an eight and you smell like vanilla, you're a fucking ten. That smell is, I, I don't know if ever, Deke, you can maybe agree with me, but that smell is godly. And for me, it's just in my head, it instantly tells me this girl is very clean and yep. hygienic. And that is such a big attraction. Yep. I agree. Just if you smell good in general, like if you're just like wearing body spray or something and I smell like we walk past each other or like something like that, like Arian will put on fucking body spray and I'll smell it and it'll be like, like it just kind of like, I don't know, bro. It like hits something in your brain to where you're like, this is fucking delicious. Oh my God. I like the vanilla though, especially because bro, I know most of us as kids when we were fucking baking with our moms or when our moms got out the vanilla extract, you know, you smelled that shit and you were like. Oh my god. It made you melt for sure. Yeah. It was so fucking delicious. And that same concept that I apply to just cookies, I apply to like chicks too. You know yeah. what I mean? And another thing too is like it a lot of times we look at your social media to get a perception of how you are with other people. Mm-hmm. And if you're really like obviously, you know, <laughs> if you're looking for, you know, one night stands or just like hookups and stuff, this doesn't matter. But if you're a girl that's looking for a genuine, just like serious relationship that you want to last like a long time, your Insta can't be having like titty and aspects all over it. No, Mm-mm. not even like one or two. Like it's different if it's like you're on a beach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you're on vacay. If you're on vacay, you're on a beach. I would flex have, like, it. Yeah, that's fine. But I'm talking about like it's just an average like pic selfie, and you're like just like have in a bra or like something like that. It, like it looks trashy. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And I wouldn't want to like it degrades your value in like my in at least in my yeah like a guy's mind usually. If you're looking for a serious relationship, again, if you're just looking to like find guys and like 
do hookups and like go through like a hoe phase, by all means, go for it. Go for it. But no judgment here. If you're legit. looking for a serious relationship, like what Deontay asked me, you gotta filter that Insta page out. Yeah, for me, I agree too. Because I'm like the way I look at that, and this is probably gonna sound so bad, but whenever I see that, I think this chick's probably easy as fuck. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you see that, you see like the bikini pics, the titty pics, or whatever. I'm like, yeah, this is definitely a broad, for sure. This is not, a, this is a hit it's and quit someone, type of deal. For me, it's like I always, because my mom is like queen of the crop. So when I'm thinking of like a girl I would want to date, my instant thing that I compare to is if I bring this woman home to meet my mother, what is her reaction going to be? And I, it, it's fucked up to say, but that's how I judge a lot of girls that come into my life. Is what would my mom think of you? That's fair. I think that's a good qualitative assessment or quantitative, qualitative, qualitative, no, qualitative assessment. Yeah, I agree. Oh, that's what shit. I would say. Those are probably the big three. I'm sure there's more. Like if we had a conversation with an actual girl on the pod, yeah, we can go on this for hours and hours. I'm sure because I'm sure there's so many things. Like I would just love to bounce questions back and forth. You know, mm-hmm. things that I have questions about about chicks, like that. You know what I mean? Because, like, I'll ask Arian, but, like, Arian will just, like, she won't tell me, like, all the time. Because I think it's, like, uh, She doesn't, like, want you looking for other girls kind of thing or what? Not even that. I think it's just more <laughs> so, like, it's hard to, like, give that personal information on, like, how you're feeling. You know what I mean? Like, personal insight. Yeah. You know what I mean? I also feel like girls just think in a way different way than guys do. For sure. Like, that's... Not even. Yeah, for sure. Guys are just kind of like to the point. I would say so. And then girls, girls like, are roundabout. They'll bro. they'll like not know what's happening. <laughs> like if you do something small, where like if a guy were to do it, like your homie did something small, like I don't know, like girls will really read into like what you say a lot yes. more than you should. So yes. like if you're a guy and like me and you were just talking, D, and I was just like, <clears throat> yeah, man, you know, like whatever, have a good one. And yeah. It's just like. Me, I'm just being like, all right, bro, like, I'll catch you later, pretty much. But, like, if you were to say that, like, a little bit different, like, if you said that every time to your girl, but you said it a little bit different one day, their entire day, they can't even fucking focus. They're just thinking about, what did he mean when he said it like that today? Does he hate me? Does he, like, they, like, they cause yeah, their own the, stress. It, like, ruins the whole day, too. You ever notice that? It <laughs> yeah. ruins the whole fucking day, because you're like, I would legit just say goodbye, and they're like, no, you meant it a different way. I know how you say goodbye every single fucking day. And I'm like, that's when it really gets annoying is when they're like, I know that you meant it this way, but you really didn't. Because then it gets into an argument where it's just like, you don't know how the fuck I'm actually thinking. Yeah. You yeah. Know what I mean, I've definitely had that one before. <laughs> but yeah, those would just be what I say. Yeah. Do you have any in particular? Yeah. So one, one that I was thinking of when I was uh, thinking about this is that, bro, Anytime, so this is just off of my own personal relationship, but like, I feel like chicks will come in <clears throat> and ask their boyfriends and be like, yeah, they could be quiet as fuck, bro. I could be chilling on the couch and all of a sudden Aaron will come in and ask me, doing okay? Like, you seem upset. You seem it, like you're like pissed off. And I'm like, <laughs> instant irk. Not even like irk. I'm just like, nah, I'm just chilling. And they're like, nah, something's wrong. I'm like, nothing's wrong. Just chill. Like, just relax. Things aren't as deep as they could be. <laughs> and here's what I will say to that. Let me cut you off real quick. Yeah. When they do that, I know it's, you know, 
out of a good place. They're yeah. trying to make sure that you're good and check on you. But at the same time, it's like, why can't you just fucking trust me once and believe me when I tell you I am fine? Yeah. If I'm not fine, I will fucking tell you I am not fine. Thank you for checking if I'm okay. But if I said I'm okay, I'm okay. And leave it at that. Quit, like, asking if I'm fine when I'm I'm good. I think chicks think also, like, shit's not as deep as it seems. Like you just said, bro. Think It's just not as deep as it really is. I mean, I was talking to a couple people about this today. But, like, girls will go and be like, like, like you said, you could say something a little bit different. And they'll be like, fucking, hey, I know what that means. Or, like, you could say, a, like, a word different. Like, one thing that I'll do is, like, Arian will be, like, telling me a story or be explaining something. And, like, I just have, like, filler words that I use. And I use interesting a lot. So, I'll go and she'll be telling the story and she'll be like, yep. I'm like, wow, that's interesting. And she's like, hmm, what do you mean? And I'm <laughs> I like, know what you're doing. Because I talk to you every day pretty much. Yeah. <clears throat> and I know what she's thinking. Because usually you'll s- – at least I, this is just what I assume. Yeah. If you're not fully, like, agreeing with what is being said, you'll say interesting. Sometimes. Sometimes I'm just, like... Like, if it's a hot take or something, where if, like... If you were to ask me, like, yo, Mike, like, what do you think? Do you think, like, Burger King's better than McDonald's? And if I were to say something that you didn't agree with, if I was, like, "Mm, I think McDonald's is, like, a little bit better than Burger King. If you had a disagreeing kind of view, you'll usually be, like, interesting. Why? Yeah. But normally I'm just, like, listening to the story and I'm just, like... Like sometimes it's just like just okay. like just to keep it so just it's not to keep quiet. it like something going because I'm like what do you like what do you want me to say like I sometimes I don't know how to respond back to some of the fucking like the stories yeah like even to some people's stories like they'll tell me stuff and I'll be like oh but I'm not gonna be rude to my girl so I'm like oh that's interesting and then it's like turns into a whole thing a whole fight yeah <laughs> so then I'm like damn <laughs> well I'll have to fucking find a new word then <laughs> but there's that one and then I was talking to some uh someone else today. But what the fuck? I was talking to my homie Grayson about this. But it was basically about how, like, girls will kind of, like, they always, like, make the assumption way before anything ever happens. Or, like, like when, predetermined assumptions. Well, like, this is what happens, bro, is that girls, before they say something, will have already thought out the whole entire process before they even ask. So I've oh, noticed this, and, it, and it'll be like, they'll, instead of just asking straight up questions, like, I'd be, like, let's say I had a problem with, like, Arian or something. And I went and I was, like, yeah, no, uh, like, I was, like, I actually have a problem with this. Like, it really upsets me. That's being direct, right? Yeah. Girls don't do that. Girls go, well, what would you think if somebody did this? Oh, like, make it a story? Not even, like, making it a story. They just ask you leading questions. And then they, like, get you, like. They try to get your answer. They try and get your answer based off of the situation of questions instead of just asking the thing that's upsetting them. So I think if they just stopped that, too, it would help tremendously. Tremendously. Just ask. It's not going to hurt. Be more direct. I think that's just, in general, better. Yeah. Because, like, I don't know. If I'm sitting there and you're like, would you, like. It goes along those things where it's, like, girls are, like. Would you love me if I was a worm? And it's like, no, I wouldn't love you if you were a fucking worm. I'd probably smash you. I'd probably put you on a hook and throw you in a fucking lake and catch a fish with you. And they're like, you wouldn't love me? And it's like, no, I wouldn't. That's not even logical. That doesn't even make fucking sense. Legit. That's Those are just stupid questions. No, but they but they take them to heart. 
they just want to see if you're down to like or like the one where remember the fucking uh one on tiktok where they were like so would you eat the strawberry if it was like a little bit unripened or oh, let's say the like they were like on the diet or something like on the diet they were like let's say you're on a strict diet like you can't eat this but let's just say there's just one in the world and you have to fucking eat the one strawberry at the supermarket they're like would you eat it or they're like like things like that and he's the guys are like Honestly, I'd probably eat the fucking strawberry if oh, it was just there. Oh, you fucking cheater. Yeah. I knew you were a cheater always. Burden down, you fucking cheater. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, you just led yourself down that conclusion. You left him with no fucking... They yeah. basically pushed you to say it. They're like, they're, they're like wanting you to say it, damn near. They're going to be like, honestly, everyone in the entire planet will fucking die if you don't eat this strawberry. Are you going to eat it? I'm like, yeah, I'm going to save the universe. He's like, fucking cheater. <laughs> That's how it is, like, bro. Chicks lead you down like... I, I know that they definitely do because I've experienced it. But I feel like that's one of the things that like they do is they ask those leading questions. Also, one thing I will know because uh, – well, this kind of happened this weekend. But so uh, Arian's not like the greatest cook, okay? Yeah. Now, I'm not saying that all women need to be great cooks because I've told her that she doesn't need to be a good cook anyway. It's crazy because you, know you asked like my very like traditional like Mexican mom that. And my mom's like, these lazy bitches need to cook. They don't cook for shit. Damn. <laughs> nah. My mom and my grandma probably. But me, I don't care. I could cook for myself. That's what I was saying. So, like, my mom and my grandma were like, you always need to learn how to cook for yourself because you don't know what these fucking new age chicks. I'm so thankful that they taught me. But that's like annoying. That is one thing, though. It's like, how do you not know how to cook as a grown adult? I don't know. If you're hungry, you gotta you got to fucking learn how to cook. How do you not know at 21 years of age how to fucking cook a piece of burger, cook hamburger meat, literally cook anything? Like, how do you not know how to do it? I couldn't tell you. But anyway, so she's not a good cook, right? So this weekend she tried really, really hard and was like, she like freaked her, like basically was like had anxiety about cooking this meal. And I was like, this isn't even fun anymore that you're trying to cook me a meal. It's like. You do it together. I was like, well, that's what I ended up happening. Because I was like, she was like freaking out the whole fucking time. So I was like, honestly, I was like, you're stressing me the fuck out because you're trying to be too much of something. I was like, you're really trying to overstress and do something you're not good at right now. In the best, like you're trying to be the best at something. That's like me trying to. That's like, like, the, like that's the, like being a fish and saying, I really wish that you could go and walk. No, bro. This is, this is more so like, because. Uh, <clears throat> This would be like if we went golfing. I've never been golfing before. Right? I would just have fun with it. Yeah, but like let's go out there and our mindset's different. You know how we we just said we have fun with it, right? And you went out there and you're like, I'm going to be fucking Tiger Woods. Yeah, your day's <laughs> going to be shit because you're not going to be Tiger Woods. It's all mindset, dude. Yeah, exactly. I think girls get in that mindset where they need to be the absolute perfect thing in their man's life. When that's just not reality. You know, you're not going to be the best at everything. No one's perfect. Exactly. But your man should love you for those flaws and those things that you can't do. And if you want to get better at cooking, cool, then try it. I'm sure your man will love you either way. Yeah. It's really not hard to learn how to fucking cook hamburger meat. I promise you. You just put the fucking meat in the pan and brown it. Well, she was cooking steak, but still. Get that nice pink middle center. That one, yeah, that one takes practice. Yeah. I wouldn't hate on you for that. But if you're fuck, There's some people that are like, they'll fucking burn ramen. 
Yeah, I don't know like, how they do that. There's a fucking flames in their kitchen. They need to get you know the fire extinguisher out cooking fucking ramen noodles. I, I heard some, somebody told me that their brother or something can't make fucking noodles. Well, or not noodles, uh, mac and cheese, craft mac and cheese. If you can't make craft mac and cheese or ramen noodles, if you can't make one of the two. At what age were you cooking for yourself? You're fucking dumb. Me? Yeah. Like ramen? Bro, what I was making ramen for myself when I was literally fucking like six. Legit six. I knew how to boil water. And I make think ramen. so too, bro. I had those Chef Boyardee cups, were the ones where you just pull off the top and snap the thing on, where you just put it in the microwave. Yeah, bro. Like when you get hungry enough, you like learn, and that's why I'm like, or like a sandwich, even. That's why I'm wondering, like, how the fuck do these people, these people, not know how to fucking make themselves anything? Don't you agree? <laughs> like <laughs> Josh, Josh is in the room with us right now. And he's listening, and he's just shaking his head. I wanted him to <laughs> speak up, but uh, no, bro. I agree. I think like you're trying way too hard. Your man's gonna love you either way. And if you just generally like try and just try to build up the skill, you'll be fine. Eventually, you'll fucking get it, and you'll be chef. You know, you only really need to learn how to make seven fucking meals really well, and then you can just use those on fucking rotation every day of the week and just mix it up. Yeah. Also, you- not everything's set in stone. That's why they're called recipes fucking hey they can be mixed up you sometimes you don't have garlic salt sometimes you gotta fucking throw in a little substitute here and if there. you fucking if you guys out there know how to fucking bake homemade fucking cinnamon rolls without fucking those up but you can't fucking boil noodles and make ramen there's something wrong in your fucking head that needs to be checked That's because like all- it's harder to do the thing that you're good at than to make fucking ramen i feel like that's a lot of white people though white people are so good at baking bro I don't right? know. Maybe it's just because it, you don't you have to season, though, in baking. Like, the sugar speaks for itself. But, bro, they fucking make those cookies. I swear to God, bro, I'll go to the Amish. Best cookies ever. Best donuts ever. But Legit. if I asked them to make me, like, dinner, they'd probably be like, and we're having sawdust and horse hoof for dinner. <laughs> Legit. Does that shit ever put you off, though, like, knowing that the Amish made something? Because you're like, you know damn well they're dirty as fuck. <laughs> You know they're rolling that cookie dough and they didn't wash their shit in no, hands. The ones the ones in the valley have like running water and stuff. Oh, okay. I'm thinking of the ones that literally live in dirt. Oh, the ones in like Lancaster, Pennsylvania? No. I don't fucking think they wash their I don't think they wash their ass. I legit think they go out and like get in a horse trough. That's what I mean, bro. You're never too sure. So like if one of them came up to me and was like, I baked you this bread, like thank you for like, you know, being our neighbor, I'd be like Please keep it. I really do not know where the fuck that bread has been. <laughs> of course, I. Of course, I'll we go say by that. Sarah Lee. It's <laughs> just of course, as fine. Of course, we say that though, and then we'll go eat a Wendy's burger cooked up by a crackhead. Yeah. So it's like it's just if I don't see it, you know what I mean. I think we just associate this chain with. Uh, I think I associate the chain with having higher standards yeah. than that. So I think it's a little bit more. It's still not acceptable. I understand what you're coming at yeah, with that yeah, concept, yeah. but there's a difference in that level. I don't know. I'm like, because I know crackheads don't wash their hands. I know they just but scratch I know they their wear nuts. Gloves, at least. That's maybe if they wear gloves. If they're not have holes in them, we really don't know. Exactly, we really don't know at restaurants. That's why, like, I'd rather cook. For I myself. know my mom for sure is like, I don't even like going to restaurants. I don't know what those dirty fucks are doing. I'll make it myself, and I know it's clean. Well, just know if you like send something back, it's definitely coming back with like spit in it for sure. Yeah, I've never sent anything back in my life. I'll just eat it the way it is. Right? I usually am not picky, though. Like, even if it's, even if something's not that good, I'll clear the plate. <laughs> like, I love food so much, I'll eat literally anything. I agree. 
Should we talk about the GOAT retiring? Yeah. <laughs> switch it off. Yeah, we'll switch. We'll switch from like relationships, but that was pretty much it. Basically, do those fucking things. Just don't overthink. That's the biggest fucking thing. Yeah. Guys really do get annoyed when you guys make situations that are so small into colossal stress. Yes. <laughs> Josh is shaking his head right now. So, you know, married man. He knows, <laughs> he he knows, knows the trials and tribulations of things. I will say, though, sometimes, like, they do poke and prod, but it's just because you're, like, not being emotional or some shit like that. Because sometimes guys, I guys just to... aren't really emotional. Yeah, I agree. You'll get that emotional side when the time is due. When you're laying there and no one else is around and it's just you and her and you guys are, like, cuddling, doing something, you'll see that emotional side come out. It doesn't have to be 24-7, but you'll see it. Yeah. Sometimes there. it does. Sometimes if, like, something's bothering me, I don't say shit. And I just let that shit fester for, like, days. That's how guys are, though. Yeah. We never say our problems. Unless it's, like, you really want advice from one of your boys. <clears throat> yeah, it's true. I feel like it's way more comfortable to talk to your homies because it's less judgment. Yeah. Like, I feel like me and you like to discuss a lot of our, like, shit that's, like, eating at us at the gym. Like, when yeah. it's just me and you. Yeah, for sure. And just, like, get it out. No, I agree. Talk about the GOAT, though. Sorry, guys. We'll, we'll transition to Big Tom. Tomboy. The goat twelve TB twelve, yeah, he's whatever fucking else his name is. He retired the goat. We knew he was the Brady. goat when he was playing. He's the fucking goat. He'll be the goat for years and years and years until someone hits seven rings. He's the goat. It, they might be able to make a case at six. At six, maybe they would make a case, but until then, you're not even in the like question. No one's gonna get to five, dude. In our lifetime, I don't think. No, the Chiefs might have a chance. I don't think they'll get five. No? I think they might legit lose to the Eagles this Sunday. Wow. I agree. We saw the script. <laughs> fucking script, bro. It's rigged. Oh, and then I'll see someone go out there and get fucking their neck broken. They'll be like, it's all part of the script. I'll see a fucking shooter go on the field and fucking kill half the fucking offensive linemen on, dead on the field with 12 bullet holes in their chest. It's all part of the plan. <laughs> all rigged. Planned it all out. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it'll be. And I'm like, shut up, bro. You know that's not fucking true. When people say that there's a script, I'm like, shut up, bro. I know you fucking put that shit in the mat and got a little fucking thing going. Nah, it's not real. It's not real, bro. That's uh, pretty much all we have to say. Like, he is the GOAT. Oh, yeah, he's like, the best. He's, best he's, ever. He's made his statements. There's really no need for anyone to, like, try to make arguments about why he is. We all just... <laughs> Let's be real. Yeah. Is anyone arguing that Tom Brady isn't the GOAT, dog? Let's be real. Somebody on ESPN was trying to say that Patrick Mahomes is starting to get into that debate. Yeah, but they still don't. Has you ever heard anyone say, this person is the GOAT over Brady? No, but he I've said that. I've never heard that. I've heard. I did hear that guy. I will say that he did say, uh, you have to consider Patrick Mahomes in the GOAT discussion. And I was like, huh? That's oh. when I lost it. Because I was like... All right, bro. Patchy, Patty has one ring. If he gets two this weekend, he still has a lot of career left. But at the same time, he doesn't have the seven. He needs five more. He needs five more to even five, be close. dude. They were just saying that five. Based, they were just saying based off of like numbers and projections, he's going to be the best quarterback that we've ever had as far as stats go. It's going to be the same as the Jordan-LeBron debate. Yeah. LeBron has the better stats. Yeah. But Jordan, in championship terms, is like Tom Brady. Yeah. I think, it's, I think it's literally going to be that same dynamic that we're going to see just in the NFL. I agree. You know what we should talk about, bro, is that spy balloon bullshit. Oh, yeah, spy balloon. Why did we not blow that fucker to smithereens? 
Bro, <laughs> but I swear to God, you fucking fly a drone in the city limits, and they're like, we'll shoot it down right fucking now. Well, that's what I was telling you, bro. They know. There'll be, like, legit pilots that have their own planes, and they're just, like, flying over their hometown, and the fucking military will pull up with six jets behind them and be like, why are you flying in this restricted airspace? We're going to blow you to fucking bits in six seconds, pretty much. Oh, that's fine. Oh, okay. Sorry, guys. There was something that popped up on the computer. Yeah, it'll... Literally, though, the U.S. will be like, we're going to blow you to bits and kill you and probably bomb your house afterward. But then the spy balloon's been up there for fucking days. Yeah, I wouldn't have let that shit pass, bro. If I'd have been commander-in-chief, once that shit crossed into, like, uh, Alaskan territory, I would have been like, let's fucking send a jet out there, shoot that motherfucker down. But that's the thing, though, is, like, why didn't they shoot it, though? Like, I'm asking you. Like, what is your... What was an actual reason? They gave that it would cause too many civilian casualties. But was it in, in a state where there's literally no people even? Like, it was over an area where it was just straight up no That's people, what I was saying. No civilization. It was in a, so if they were to have shot it down, it wouldn't have affected literally anything? Yeah, because it was in Alaska, but there's not enough... There's not a high enough population there for exactly. them to so know. they could have shot it down easily. Yeah. I just don't know if they knew about it then. I'm well, sure they, they knew, dude. You think so? You don't think our U.S. government knows when something that shouldn't be there is in our airspace? True. I don't think maybe they were worried about it. Maybe they were just like thought it was going to go to Canada. It was just passing over us or something. But even like China released a statement saying like, yep, that's ours. And they still didn't shoot it for a whole day. Yeah. But then, but that was the, uh, when it was in Virginia. That was already when it was on the East Coast. That was when they claimed it. it was more towards like the middle of the state towards the end. So you are you agreeing with them that it was probably the right idea to not shoot it in terms of people? No. I do still don't agree. Shot it? No, I'm just saying that the facts are that... <clears throat> The balloon, China didn't claim the balloon until it was already over the central United States. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So at that but point. But still, that, they didn't know what it was. Yeah. And they knew it was gathering intel because there was like a fucking satellite thing on it, like getting data. Yeah. So it's No, like, I agree. They should have shot it down. All I was saying was that it wasn't claimed by China to be theirs until, until it was, was in the middle. Because if it's like fucking Switzerland, like why are you going to shoot down your homie shit? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But it's like, why didn't they shoot it down when it was in, by nobody? I think that's probably why, because they didn't know whose it was. Because if it's just if it's a legit ally, there's nothing wrong with that. I don't think they would have any problem with it. Like, if Canada was like, we're going to send a fucking balloon down or something like that. I feel like they would still care. Because you don't want to be giving any country other than yours, like, topographical maps of your country. True, but then there's also... Um, just in case, even if your allies... Your allies can turn back, bro. Your friends can turn on you. True, but I don't think that that's how that necessarily works in the global structure of the world. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think, like, the U.S. and Canada would... Like, maybe they thought it was, like, Canada's balloon or whatever, because it went through Canadian Well, that's the thing. It went airspace. through Canada, too. Yeah. So Canada knew it wasn't theirs either. So then that means the U.S. also knew that it wasn't Canada's. Yeah. Unless Canada didn't claim it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, unless they were like, is this your shit? And they were like, I don't fucking know. Like, it was in our airspace. All I'm saying is, why do you think that, like, is there a, I don't know. I guess I'm just wondering why we didn't shoot it down right away. And I feel like a lot of people are wondering the same shit. I am. Hmm. I wonder. Yeah, I don't know, bro. They should have shot that shit down, like, ASAP. I agree with you. They should have shot it down ASAP. And now China's saying that it's against, like, international affairs, and it's, like, causing a big fucking stirrup. Yeah, it's like World War Three type shit. Again, nah, like, do you think it was like nothing's gonna happen? 
Everybody always claims that World War Three is going to fucking come. But nowadays, it's not going to come, guys. If World War Three happens, it's going to legit be nuclear war. So at that point, it's just pray that you don't get fucking hit. I saw this thing. Um, It was this Air Force general in the United States Army. Yeah. In the uh, Air Force. He says that he predicts World War Three with China in 2025. Really? Like He has all the statistics with it. He's like a really high-ranking official. <laughs> and in his interview, he says... 2025 is the year. Like, shit's going down. Yeah. Of course. Again, I, it's a prediction, but I'm saying, like, it's kind of scary still. Of course. I'll always be a little frightened by it, personally. Yeah. Like, I, I know you shouldn't let stuff like that get to you, and we can't control it regardless, so we should just live our lives. I, I get that. But there's always just, like, that little part of me. It's like, I really hope we're not the generation that has to live through this fucking war. Yeah, but then this is what I also think about is that the same thing happened with Cuba, too, with the Cuban Missile Crisis. Yeah, but it never happened. Yeah. You know what I mean? All that worrying for nothing. So that was like another wasted thing. We also had the Cold War. Nothing happened there. Like, it's always like a lot of these big escalations. Yeah, I'm I'm saying like there's, but there's always that chance, bro, because we can't deny that World War One and Two did happen. Oh, I agree. So there's always that chance. I know, and I agree with you. Like, we shouldn't worry because usually it gets blown out of proportion for news and a whole bunch of other shit that we don't understand that goes behind the scenes. Yeah. You get, like, votes and shit like that, I'm sure. Oh, Some of course. sort of politics goes into play with blowing it out of proportion like that. Yep. But in reality, there's always that little chance, like, <clears throat> there is that chance. And there that's is. what, like, obviously it's not that big a fear of me to me anymore, but it's always like a little fear that stays with me always. Usually see, I don't have that irrational fear with it because I'm like, there's not like, like you said though, it's always like you can can do. do. Yeah. I can't do shit about it. Like even if the nuke came and they were like, hug your loved ones. I'd, I'm fucking four hours. I'd say a fear. It's a hope that I don't have to see it. Like, I really hope I'm already gone when that shit goes down. (laughs) That's fair. Yeah. I don't know, bro. I don't think, I don't think it's going to happen. That war general says so, but they all thought we were going to fucking bomb Cuba. Yeah, you really can't they all believe thought we were gonna, Think, bro. Like, yeah. two weeks ago, there was that priest that said he died and then went to hell, and it was just listening to Rihanna on repeat. There's that, or then they thought that uh, Ukraine was going to fucking... Remember? They thought Russia was going to nuke Ukraine. That hasn't happened yet. Yeah. That's still a little tense. <clears throat> yeah, but now that the Nelk boys went to Russia, I'm convinced it's pretty chill. Bro, if we go to the front lines and I see Hashbula fucking socking his little head off. Hell no. At that point, I'm fighting for Russia. I'm just fucking... <laughs> bro, I love Hashbula. I also love Hashbula. He's a fucking cutie, bro. At yes. 20 years old. <laughs> he would get so mad if you heard us talking about him like a little cutie. Like I little... know. I would literally treat him with respect if he was here as a guest on the pod. I'd be like, Hashbula, what do you do in your day-to-day life? Like, do you just wake up, eat breakfast, and like chill out like what, what, what's a normal day for Hashbula and then he'd probably say something okay. in Russian <laughs> he does, <laughs> he does fucking fucking voice. he does talk like that though <laughs> bro but he's so fucking cute cause he'll literally be all and it'll show the subtitles be all I took a shit this morning legit <laughs> he'll say something like that and it'll be like you must not get girls and, like, it's a fucking major flame because it's in another fucking language. So they have to have the translator say it. And then he'll be all, you want to fight? You want to fight me? And then he'll go and punch. and be like, no, we're just talking, you stupid <laughs> fucker. We want to fight all the time. 
<laughs> I do think it's for video purposes because I don't think he like acts like that all the time. I know. It's still oh, funny, so though. funny. Bro, I saw this shit. It was like a random ass news article that popped up. Listen to this shit. Okay, go for it. <clears throat> a cop has been sentenced to 100 years in prison <coughs> after allowing his wife to use his sperm in cake batter for cupcakes that she fed to her students. What the f- what goes through people's minds, bro? Who's just like, yeah, let me nut in this fucking cake really quick. Hold on. And feed it to my wife's children. Also, time. how the fuck do they even find out about that? Let's see. Like, I want to know who was just... Because the wife or fucking husband had to have said something. They had to have been bragging about it and been like, it was a yeah, I came in those cop. cupcakes. <coughs> Cynthia Perkins was the teacher. Yeah, he just put his semen into the cakes. And But, like, that's what I'm saying. It's like, how did they find out? I don't know. Would you I'm be like, who snitched? The difference between a normal cupcake and a cum cupcake? <laughs> nah, bro. It'd probably just be a little extra, like, fucking creamy. Yeah, someone must have just known and, like, leaked it. They they definitely bragged about it. He was definitely like, yeah, I came in those fucking kids' cupcakes for and sure. someone probably heard about their all. What? Yeah. To my children? How pissed would you be if your little kid, your little son or daughter, was eating cum cupcakes? Chopping his head off. Actually, before that, I'm probably going to skin his feet. And then I'm going to make him fucking eat his own flesh for a little bit. And then after that, I'll probably slowly take off a toe at a time. And then just slowly work my way up the limb on the bottom foot. And then after that, I'm going to make him, like, saw his own head off. I just don't get, like, how... Like, these are grown people, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Who's just in their right mind, bro? Who's says- like... Let me... Hold on. Let me fucking come in the cupcake batter. <laughs> jerking off. And I'm wondering, like, did he have enough to, like, actually spread out per volume? Or was it, like, did every cupcake have one, like, spurts of nut? Or was it, like, after all the cake batter was made, he just blew one load in there? I think maybe it was after all the... That would make the most sense. And then he just fucking mixed it up in the fucking KitchenAid. It probably dispersed enough, though. They probably had, like, maybe, like, not too much nut. But still. Definitely not enough. <laughs> Unless this guy was shooting gallons, goodness, he's got that fucking lock and load from the Gorilla Mind. That shit's For real. insane, dog. He's got that potent sperm. Oh, I was talking to people about this, bro. Would you uh, do like the male contraception thing where you just put your balls into like this little uh, device and then it just zaps them and then you're like, uh, your sperm, you're like infertile for like six months? No. No? No. You want to do that? No. Why not? First, I don't know why. Because I was going to ask you the same thing. I was going to say, would you ever get a vasectomy? Well, not a fuck, no. A vasectomy is hard because, like, the reversal is so comp. Like, people think, like, oh, it's just, it's going to work the first fucking time. No, bitch. Have you ever tried putting two fucking pipes together? You either got to put that one bitch a little bit bigger or a little bit smaller. And at that point, you're losing pressure because of volume and fucking And that's the thing, right? Physics. You're scared of, like, the errors or, like, the consequences that you don't think of, right, that might happen with it. Yeah. That's how I'm thinking of the same way with the whole contraception zap shit like sure it's like oh you know it's advertised as doing it this way but what i'm concerned about is what if something went wrong what if it makes me completely infertile or what if it makes it so all my sperm is like deformed in some way like you know what i mean i just don't want any issues with that because it uses like ultrasonic waves that's apparently like i don't know that shit's i don't trust that shit would you take a because they also are developing a male contraceptive like a vitamin uh, it's a vitamin a antagonist 
I'm pretty sure. See, but, I'd have to see, like, have it go through a lot of clinical trials and be confirmed before yeah. I, like, agree to it. Of course. Like, that, that's all. <laughs> and I say that, but at the same time, all of us are sitting here with a fucking COVID-19 vaccine in our arms. True. <laughs> <laughs> Josh said not him. Josh didn't have to. I had to to go to school. Like, we've already talked about this. They damn near fucking now. arrested me and threw me on the ground and gave me my shot. For me, it was like, if you don't get the shot, then you can't get your degree. Yeah, basically. They were like, and thank you for your donation of $92,000. No, Who knows? Maybe the sickness that I'm feeling right now and these fucking coughs are hearing this side effect from that fucking vaccine for all I know. Nah, it's just a cold. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to say, dog, you're getting better. <laughs> I'm just talking shit. But no, bro. There's a So that vitamin A receptor thing just basically stops sperm uh, production. <coughs> I'm good. No? Did I you- need to be able to have a kid at all times, bro. Why? I don't know. Just in case. Why? In case, like, we get nuked and I need to fucking <laughs> reproduce instantly. <laughs> Gotta find a willing partner then. What if you just left here with a bunch of dudes? Fuck. Then I guess it didn't matter in the whole grand scheme. Yeah. Fair but enough. I'd still could, you know, there's still that chance there. It's like, all. it's like, I don't know. That's like saying, well, you want to keep your gun, but we'll take your bullets away for six months. What if you need that gun? <laughs> what if you need that fucking gun with bullets in it? Yeah, but that's like two different things. Because it's not like a life-threatening. It's a comparison. Can, it's like a little comparison. It's I'm, a little I'm comparing, I'm comparing a tool with the ammunition. Fair enough. I'm not comparing like death to creating life. That's no, not what I'm trying to do. No, I got, I got you. Yeah, I guess if you want to think of it like that. I just think the comparison's a little unfair. Would you? What? Would you do it? Uh, if it went through, like, clinical trials and stuff like that, it was proven to be safe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I'm worried about it that much, bro, I'll just wear a condom, dog. <laughs> a simple fix. Five bucks. Get a little latex. Good to go. I don't need no fucking laser zapping my ball sack and shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's just veto. Ah, fair enough. I mean, fair enough. It's, a, like, definitely, like, a sensitive topic. But they're just, like, for me, knowing what I know now about, like, the drug industry and, like, how, like, how money trials, like, things have to go through and how rigorous things are to be tested. Unless it's a vaccine. Unless it's that. Unless it's under, like, an emergency, uh, like, an emergency order, I'm pretty sure, is the only way that it gets pushed out like that. Yeah. Then that I'm not trusting. But, like, these things usually have to go through a lot of clinical trials. And, like, they go through phase one, two, and three trials. And then after that, then the FDA reviews all of those trials and sees if like it's actually good and it's like ethical. And even then, then after though, that, shit can fuck up like later on. Oh, <laughs> even till this fucking day, I'll see a commercial. It's all if you or a loved one has been diagnosed with mesothelioma, your entire look- that shit has that commercial's been running for legit since I was fucking five. Legit. So some fucking clinical test didn't catch something, bro. <laughs> yeah, but mesothelioma was like a fucking insulation. Well, is that what it is? Yeah, it's not like a drug. Oh, <laughs> well, so you know what I'm trying to say, though. Yeah. Like, no, I agree. shit can go wrong further down the line than you really expect. True. But, like, I will how say. How much testing is enough testing and how much uh, testing better. is too little testing? What's that? I said you don't ever really know how much testing is too much testing and how much testing is not enough. You never really know the line. No, but, like, I think we can gather a general sense. You get what I mean? Because, yeah. like, you'd be surprised on how many drugs, you, like, you take nowadays. Or, like, just people in general, not even you. But, like, uh, just people in general that they take that are legit just 
prayers that somebody sent up and it worked. Mm-hmm. And they went through physical, uh, like clinical trials one, two, and three. And then after that, got reviewed and they were like, damn, this drug actually has some good effects. Yeah. Like Viagra. Did you know Viagra was originally uh, developed for like, uh, like a heart medication? Oh, really? Mm hmm. And then they just had that after effect of causing vasodilation, which leads to increased blood flow to your dick. It was a legit side effect. And the side effect is what makes it attractive to most people. Yeah. I think the testing gets you a pretty good idea. But you'll never know with 100% certainty. There could always be like one little deviation. Oh, for sure. There's always those people. Again. Because like some people don't respond well or something like that. That's what I'm getting at mainly. Yeah. But that's like with anything, I guess. There's always pros and cons to every single thing. Yep. Fair enough. Well, how, what are we at? An hour. Oh, shit. We're like almost like an hour on the dot. Yep. Wow. Well, damn, it's been a fucking minute. Josh, you have anything you want us to talk about? Uh, city life. What is like? Oh, okay. I love oh. it. Josh, you That's know a personally, good... I've never really been a fucking valley kid i've never really liked the outdoors i've always been a real inside techie video gamey book kind of dude so the transition for me was natural i feel like i've always been a city kid at heart for me uh i live like i would say i'm like a hybrid kid so i like the amount of stuff that's available to me here in the city i like that quantity of things that i can do uh the one thing I miss is like the interpersonal connection that you have with like small town people. So where you can go and like go up and say hi to somebody and know like their actual name and be like, Hey, Miss Jones, how are you? Like, how, how's the family? How's your son doing? What's he up to now? You know what I mean? I like that sort of connection, at least with my own personal like community. And see, for me, that's a pro and a con because I yeah. like knowing who they are and like talking to them at that. But at the same time, a big con is those people are very judgmental. They'll talk shit about you when you aren't talking to them. And it all just gets flipped around usually. And everyone's talking about everybody. True. So it's cool because you get that you're more feel more connected within your community. <clears throat> but it's bad because in that community, they're all judgmental and talking shit on you 24-7. So yeah. it's just you got to scale it. For sure. And even like with living in the city, like not every single place in the city is nice. You know what I mean? Like, there are definitely, there's ghetto everywhere. You think you're in a nice spot, drive five minutes away from it, and you're in the fucking ghetto. So, it's like, there's always, like, that pro and con to every single thing. Get what I mean? Yeah. It's like, you can be in a really nice spot, or, like, you'll go out downtown, and then you'll get fucking shot up at the club. (laughs) Because that's happened before. I think that's what I do like about the city, too, though, is that not having that really connectedness. Because I could go to the store where... Whatever the hell I want, I don't have to really look good. That's a pro. Do whatever you want. You know, whoever you see at that store, you do whatever you really want. You'll never see them again. You can kind of just live your life carefree. Versus in my hometown, you go to the store and you're not looking your freshest or you're a little, you just woke up and went to the store. You know, they'll say hi to you. Yeah. And show that fake side to them. But then when you walk away, they'll be like, damn, he looks a little rough. Uh, He looks like shit. You know what I mean? It's just like, it, it's it's tough for me. I, I like not being connected to anyone here. I could just be me. Yeah. I 
I do say, I, w- I will say, I do like that too about the city where I'm like, I can go and dress however the fuck I want to and not be judged by it. But this is now, like, this popped in my head now because uh, the beginning of January, I fucking popped two tires on my fucking car and that shit was ass. Because I'm like, who the fuck else am I going to call? You know, I had to call, like, good thing I have, like, family up here. Otherwise, I would have legit had nobody. But in the valley, I could have been like, hey, Josh, can you fucking come at 430? And he would have been like, sure, buddy, I'm on my way. You know what I mean? Like that close, that's where I think like that close connection kind of pays off too. Yeah. You just have like those people that like are willing to help you too. Or like some guy pulls over on the side of the road is like, you're in a shitty situation, aren't you? And you're like, yeah. You know what I mean? Sometimes yeah. like that, it comes in, it comes in handy too. Little niche things where yeah. it's, it's clutch. I think, I think that, but also fuck dude, I love going to the mall. The mall is like, I don't know why. I just like going to like shopping, even if I'm not buying anything. I just like going around and just doing something social. Doing like anything that. than just going to fucking Walmart or chilling on Sonic Drive-In. There's so much stuff that you can do and see that like... Because like for us, legit, if you don't have a job in the Valley, you're not really doing a whole lot. Bro, when we go home, if we're not hanging out with each other, like if we don't head up Josh and go to a brewery, or if me and you don't go to Alamosa and find something to do... After about the third or fourth day, dude, what the fuck is there to do? Yeah, there's really nothing. Yeah, there really isn't. You're just chilling with your family. If you can't hang out with friends, and even then, like, after those four days, my mom usually has to go back to work. Yeah. So I'm just alone. You're alone in your house in the valley back home. Like, that is the most boring shit that there is to do. Yeah. True. I guess I'm not alone, though, because I have, like, Ace and Chloe. Like, they're still younger than me, and they still go to school and stuff. So, like, they have Christmas break still. But eventually, you're going to get bored as shit. You're going to want to go do something. <clears throat> yeah, of course. You're not going to want to sit there all day, forever. Nah, you definitely do get bored. You want to hang out with your friends and go see new shit, do new things, try new shit. At least for me. Yeah. I will say, though, like, because we, we don't necessarily do that all week. That's what I mean, though, is, like, when your life is going on, I feel like maybe maybe even at both places, while your life is just going on and you're just doing day-to-day stuff, it really isn't that important where you live, necessarily, because you're not always doing something that's, like, super extreme like that, like, going out. That's fair. That's why I survived school. That's why the Valley wasn't that bad to me when I had to go to school from 8 to 4 and then work from 5 to 10. Yeah. I was doing things. I was occupied doing shit that I had to do. But on those times where I was like on the weekends when I had free time and if my friends weren't doing anything fun, yeah, I wanted that shit was not fun. Yeah, the horrible. Week, the weekend life is really where it hits you because here you can come out and you can go club in for a Bro, little bit. Try Top Golf, hit up Top Golf, like let's go do this, let's go like there's so much. We'd be like, do. let's go hit a fucking brewery out in no man's land, or hey, bro, let's go fucking. Let's try this new food spot. I heard it's pretty good. We've yeah, never been there. And I agree. In our hometown, it's want to go to Wendy's again, <laughs> or you want to go to Sonic for the. Want to go hit up the. Want to go hit up the square peg, <laughs> and walk so like two and a half miles to fucking <laughs> or weekends. Yeah, and if you really want to go out, you got to drive fucking three hours to Springs, Pueblo. You want to try some different food chain. Ugh. Pueblo? You don't... Ugh. Exactly. Ugh. Exactly. But yeah, that's what I'd say. I think I transitioned into it pretty good. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's hard, though. I guess for me, because I went to Boulder first. Boulder's a lot smaller of, like, a city. It almost feels like... 
like a city town type of feel. Yeah. It's really not like that a city would be like my Denver. Perfect thing. Like I wouldn't always want to be in like downtown Denver, like how we are. Yeah, that would be. I nice. would like a place that has a lot of options and it's close to a city, but it's like a suburban little town community. Yeah, that'd be my sweet spot. That'd be the cherry on top. Yeah, like Castle Rock. That's fair. Like if I could live in Castle Rock, that'd be good. Really close to Springs. I'm, it's not a huge, huge town, but there's a bunch of cool, fun things to do. Nice little food spots, like good little community. You know what I was thinking about the other day? I don't think I could do a fucking suburb because I fucking hate having neighbors. I hate having neighbors in Lahara. You'll always have neighbors, bro. Unless you're like really secluded. Yeah, that's what I mean, though. I would like to have like space. Like land, like acres. Yeah, like at least two. Like like my mom's house. Like, it's like we're kind of like in the middle of nowhere. Yes, like <clears throat> at least two away from somebody. Like I need a, some space away from my fucking people because if I can look over in the shower and see my fucking neighbor cooking breakfast in the morning, that's too close. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's like one thing I've always hated. I hate fucking because then it's like Jim said we're community. Oh, what is it? The HOA. Homeowners Association. I think that's the dumbest fucking thing ever. Why would you pay somebody to tell you what you could do with your house? I bought the fucker. That makes no sense to me. <laughs> I'm like, if I wanted to paint the whole fucking thing brown, I should be able to. Yeah, that is a tough thing. I'm not. At, we're not at that point yet. Oh no, but, but I when just, I do get that to that point, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, because you know, bro, you know, people are gonna be like, Jim. We noticed that you haven't cut your grass in a couple days. It looks like you're gonna need to break out that. That's mower. one thing I am. So so not ready to do when i get a house and shit is mow my lawn i hate that's my least favorite chore <laughs> i've told you this before just that's, pay somebody you just at that point you just pay a fucking little kid 20 bucks down the road if i can come cut it for you yeah i probably will truly because i hate that loyal shit. customer you'll be like Thanks, i get allergy. allergies when i cut grass bad uh, oh, i hate it just get the riding lawnmower the fucking john deere <laughs> legit that's what i'm gonna do I'm going to buy my ass a fucking nice-ass riding lawnmower. Maybe a little hat. <laughs> a little visor. Yeah, bro. Shit's going to be badass. I'll be pimping down the street. I might even put fucking chrome rims on it just to flex. That's another thing, too, in the valley that's stupid as shit. When people have, like, their fucking huge-ass tractors on, like, our one highway. <laughs> and then people are like, oh, let me get around him. And then fucking go into a head-on collision, <laughs> damn near. When the fucking semi's passing and then the tractor's all. Going one mile an hour. <laughs> That's what I hate because I'm like, there's a million back roads here. Please just take one of them. Please. I don't know how some people haul ass on those back roads and not die. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. There's so many. I used to haul ass too, bro. And I remember one time you I was going like. one loose rock and you're fucking dead, dog. Because then you start, like, you start getting a little like. Uh, Drift. Like a little fishtail. So then you start fucking going a little bit. You start feeling your back end sway and you're like motherfucker i need to slow it down a little like it kind of like scares you enough to where you're like oh let me chill out yeah oh my god because it oh shit that's actually one of my most heart-wrenching things bro like one time in high school i was going to the double x i was cruising down the back road going like 55 and i noticed i was going to be like maybe like 20 minutes late so i fucking started gunning it i knew i could make it there in time if i just went 65 i'm going 65 down the back road my truck started fucking, I felt it started wiggling back and forth, and I was like, motherfucker. And then I was like, I just let off the gas, and I tapped the brake a couple times. I finally got down to like 60, then it went back down to 55, and I was like, all right, all right, all right. Slow the fuck down. I was like, I'll, I'll be 20 minutes late. 
Not even 20 minutes late, bro. That's what I don't get when people speed race to get to the... You're going 80 versus 75. You're going to beat me there by literally like a minute and a half. Yeah. Is that worth? You want to roll your fucking car and die for a minute and a half to get there quicker. The only time I will say that it's worth is when you're on the fucking freeway. Yeah. Open freeway because then you can just merge and shit. But again, that's a paved fucking road. Yeah. I'm talking about when people are like that on dirt roads trying to get there fast. It's like, what's the rush? Yeah. The only goat I know that would fucking drive on the dirt road going 80 and fucking have that truck planted, Ryan. Yeah. I don't know how the fuck that truck stayed, bro, because we would legit go 80 miles an hour, 90, 100 sometimes, and he'd have that fucker just, you'd hear the fucking coming, spooling up. I just trusted him. And then he'd fucking, and he was probably like half buzzed off of Chew, he fucking already had like four or five beers in him, and he was a better driver at that point. <laughs> He was better than, than he was sober. Sober, he was a little fucking stiff, and he would kind of fuck up. This time, he was fucking relaxed. The truck started fucking fishtailing. He'd fucking fishtail the front end, so at least it wiggled out evenly. <laughs> I'm just glad I fucking rolled. <laughs> oh, bro. we Honestly, we probably should have a couple times, but we never did. Thank God. God really fucking blessed us. Shit. That night that we went and picked up Curly, bro. Oh, for the party? It was like for COVID. So COVID had just happened. And we went and picked up this fucking Amish kid, Curly. He's one of our friends, too. <laughs> we took him out. We got him fucked up. We all got fucked up. But anyway, we went to Manasseh. We were supposed to go pick him up. He wasn't there. Our other friend, Caden, picked him up. Ryan was pissed off. <laughs> we legit made it from Manasseh. If you guys know where I'm talking about, we made it from Manasseh to Lahara. And I'm not fucking, I'm not bullshitting. Five fucking minutes. Flat. <laughs> legit, dude. We made it from Manasseh all the way to Richfield. Which is just a little bit like northeast of Lahara. Five minutes flat. Go. He was going fucking 80 miles an hour for sure. Hauling ass. I remember just sitting in the backseat being like, I hope I don't die. <laughs> I remember I had my seatbelt on and everything. We were good. Yeah. Call it there. Yeah, I think so. Hit the hour mark for you guys. Next week, top fives. We're going to do them t- uh, next week? Part three. All right. Send us some suggestions. What do you want to see your top five of? If you guys have a fucking interesting top five you want to hear me fucking speak my shit on, let me know. Yep. If not, I'll tell you some dope shit and you'll fucking love it anyway. So <laughs> you're going to be spoon fed greatness, whether you like it or not. Uh, that's all I've been doing for the past few months. Goddamn. <laughs> top five next week. That's the plan, guys. Look forward to it. Do you have anything else you want to end with? Nah, thank you guys for listening. I uh, appreciate listening. you all. Uh, Olivia, this is for you. Josh said you really like our show, and we appreciate it. Yes. So, shout out to you. Much shout love. out to a, a, one of the loyal fans out there. We Legit. really do appreciate you. Shout out, also shout out my girlfriend for letting me talk about our personal relationship on this fucking podcast. Yeah. Legit. Okay. Alrighty, guys, that's it. Uh, you all have a good one. Have a good week. Kick ass, and hopefully you guys do good shit. Uh, that's all I got to say. Much love. Yep. Keep on your grind, guys. You got this shit. Whatever it is you're doing, do it to the best of your ability. You guys got it. Yep. Off the rip. Let's go.